Hi there, I'm Holly Braddock, a registered nutritionist, science nerd, and chocoholic. Join me to learn how to harness the power of the gut-brain connection to feel your best physically and mentally. I help my clients build a sustainable, healthy lifestyle so they have the energy to do the things they love. Every week, I bring you actionable tips on how to improve your health and I pick the brains of female entrepreneurs in the KW wellness community so you can get empowered to take charge of your health and your life. Welcome to the Mindful Vitality Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Mindful Vitality Podcast. I'm here today with Taya Mystery of Ama Yoga. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. So Taya is a mom of two, a yoga instructor, a birth doula, and the owner of Ama Yoga. And it's a yoga studio in Kitchener. So they have family-focused programming, including prenatal, mom and baby, mom and movers, tots, kids, and family yoga, as well as a monthly mama's support group um, and fertility support group, as well as childcare in their play space. They also have a lot of adult yoga and Pilates classes and varying degrees of uh, challenging and nurturing classes, I guess. Whether you have an established movement practice or you're a newbie to yoga or you're getting back onto the mat after a long hiatus, there is something for you at Ama Yoga. Something for everybody. Yeah. So let's dive in and talk a little bit about what your original vision or goal was with Ama Yoga. Wow. Um, Amma was definitely born out of a desire to take care of moms. Um, and I feel like I've been daydreaming about this space, like since I became a parent. So mm. I had both my babies in Toronto and as a yoga teacher at the time, I was very focused on pre and postnatal. And, uh, and I think I was always just collecting ideas and all the places I worked at and also went to with my own kids mm. where I'd be like, why don't they do it this way? Or like, oh, I love that, <laughs> yeah. you know? And um, one of the inspirations for moving to Kitchener, aside from the fact that we could actually afford to buy a house here, <laughs> was I did have this idea, like maybe in a smaller place, more would be possible and, mm. and I might someday open my own space. Yeah. So then I ended up doing that like way sooner than I thought I would. Um, my daughter was like almost two when we opened and I did it because I ended up kind of falling into this small business program that doesn't exist anymore, but it gave me the structure and the deadlines and okay. the confidence um, to when I found the right space, sort of act really quickly because I had this like business plan yeah. that I worked on. I had a mentor that I was accountable to. And uh, so I'm really grateful for that. It definitely gave me like the kick in the butt sooner than mm -hmm. I would have if I was just like on my own trying to get my stuff together. So then another thing behind it was I very much designed a business that I could sort of try to balance around my own life yes. and my own sort of busy reality with like two little kids. Mm -hmm. And the fact that there's childcare exists because I needed to be able to bring my two-year-old to work with me. So, yeah. so while, while she was hanging out in the play space, like other people's kids could too. Yeah. And then I could actually teach. And so it made it possible for me to kind of creatively eke out a living where, uh, where I could be with my kids more and not um, be working kind of full time for somebody else. But I could also, I don't know, 
I tried to juggle all the things. Yeah, work-life balance. That's so oh, key. that is a process. <laughs> yes, especially as an entrepreneur. I didn't balance really well in the beginning. Like, I burnt out pretty hard. But yeah, I think we are always learning do. and growing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so that was the original inspiration. Was it was very much. I sort of moved here, and and there were so many parents here, and I thought, where are the businesses taking care of the moms? Yeah. And more recently, there are more places, and I'm happy to see those those spaces for community opening up. Um, but at the time, there wasn't really a lot of opportunities yeah. for pre or postnatal yoga specifically, or just like spaces that were really taking into account the needs of like, yeah, of a, of a parent. Yeah. So yeah. And then since we opened the, the spaces evolved into much more than that. And we have a really diverse client base, um, you know, everyone from like working single folks to grandparents. So it's not like you can only come and practice at AMA if you have young kids. Yeah. Um, but we do have that kind of niche programming where there's a lot of drop-in prenatal and mom and baby, like you said, mm-hmm. and family yoga and all that fun stuff. Um, so, so yeah, so we really love, like, we still love that, but, um, but we also just have a lot of like regular grown-up classes yeah. that are a lot of fun. I think that's so key to have that support, especially for new moms. Um, not that I can relate, but from what I've heard, it's definitely quite a challenge. And even just like trying to get out of the house and interact with adults, like for your mental health. It's so necessary for your sanity to get out of the house. And so finding those spaces where you can connect with other moms and build your community is essential to your sanity Mm -hmm. because otherwise it can be so isolating having a baby and it's such a huge change and it can be really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you're home alone, you know, you're maybe like, you're just looking at social media where you're comparing yeah. kind of your backstage <laughs> to their front stage. Like, mm-hmm. and, and I feel like people are getting more honest now than they yes, used to be nice. on the yeah. internet. And you're, you're starting to see those more honest reflections, but you also still see a lot of that really polished. Like it doesn't occur to you to take a picture when your life is a shitstorm. You know? Yeah, exactly. And so you think like, you sort of can feel like you're the only person that's struggling and what's yeah. wrong with me. And, um, or you just do that like deep dive into Google, which only gives you more things to be freaked out about. Yes. And, like, and what makes does you, symptom mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> and just makes you doubt all your own instincts. And, and, uh, so there's something so profoundly normalizing about being in a room with other moms and babies where you can see, oh, like that baby won't let its mom put it down either. And like that baby's making crazy sounds too. And you hear other people at their challenges. And and it's amazing how reassuring it is to just know that what you're going through is normal. Yeah. That you're not doing anything wrong. There's nothing wrong with you. You can sort of exhale. Yes. Like, <laughs> okay. Because I think often as new moms especially, we can get really fixated on like certain challenges we're experiencing and we want to fix them. Mm -hmm. And sometimes there isn't a way to fix it. Sometimes that's just a thing. Like your baby's just going through that thing. And just knowing that it's normal helps you relax and surrender that expectation and, and, uh, and kind of let go. And then once you do that, then it tends to be that the the problem goes away by itself. And then, and then there's a new one, you know? (laughs) And so, yeah. So finding those spaces where you can like connect with other like-minded people and, um, it's, yeah, it just makes it more fun. It makes it makes it better. We like all that all those cliches about it taking a village are true. Yeah. Like we weren't meant to do it alone. Exactly, because back in the day, like that's how people raise kids, like as a tribe together. Like everyone worked together and supported each other and there was much more day-to-day interaction with other moms and other people in the community than yeah, these totally. days were so segregated and isolated, especially in the winter time, I feel like. Yeah, especially <laughs> when the weather gets bad. So having yeah. like kid-friendly, baby-friendly spaces is like, is key. Yes. 
But kind of on that line, do you want to kind of tell us more about um, Mavens for Mama program? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Jessica Marie, who you can find on Instagram, her handle is at the underscore Mavenhood. I think she recently okay. changed it. But she's very passionate about that, you know, connecting to your tribe um, and finding support. And so Mavens for Mama is a group that she created that's like a monthly kind of mother's gathering that we facilitate at AMA. Okay. And uh, and it's just that. It's just like like real talk, you know, having a laugh, like yeah. sharing about what you're going through with a supportive space, like within a supportive space where mm. no one's going to judge you. And, uh, and it's wonderful. It's been so wonderful. We sort of like, just like there's something, it's how it should be, you know? You like, a mom walks in, you like hand her a cup of tea, yeah. you give her somewhere comfy to sit and you tell her she's doing a good job, That's you know? Key. Yeah, and, and you get people kind of coming back every week and those friendships emerging. And, yeah. Yeah, and so that's it's a really building a thing. community outside of just, like, seeing the person, like, before and after class. And it's like, hey, how are you doing? Kind yeah, of totally. It makes me like... so happy to hear people, like, exchanging numbers and, like, yeah. making plans to get together. Or, like, sometimes people come to mom and baby yoga and then they'll go for lunch after. You know, that sort of, yeah, that community. Yeah, because, from I mean, it's hard enough to make friends as an adult to make new oh, friends. Yeah. But uh, from what I've heard, too, it depends, like, for instance, for me, that'll probably be interesting because I'm older and a lot of my friends and family have already had kids. Mm-hmm. So having a newborn or like a youngster, um, you need to have, like be around other people that have kids at the same stage. Yeah, so if totally. these kids are already grown up from everyone I know, then I kind of have to make like new friends that are in that stage, right? Yeah, for so sure. It's so key to And it takes you know, time, you know? And yeah. like, you know, it's not like you go to one kind of mom group or one like circle time at the library and yeah. you're like, oh, I've got like my new best friends. And yeah, you, know, yeah. you don't necessarily <laughs> gel with everyone you meet. And, yeah. But it's about just finding the people that that you resonate with and click with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they can kind of pick you up when it's hard and make the good parts even sweeter. Nice. Um, Yeah, I wanted to touch on, too, you said that you have classes that are, like, for everyone. It's not just about moms and babies and stuff, because I have done one of them, and I found it to be, like, a really welcoming and, like, inclusive, um, very down-to-earth space. I've Sometimes I get vibes from other specific, like, yoga studios that I'm just like, um, I feel like I have to wear Lululemon yeah. and, like, put on this front like I'm super cool to be there. Like, I can't just be <laughs> myself. So I, I was purposely looking for somewhere where it was, like, more, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. open, accepting to everyone and just feel like I can just show up as myself. I love so. that you said that because that is so exactly what we're trying to create yeah. in terms of our vibe is that we don't take ourselves too seriously and anyone can have a movement practice. And yoga is not just for one body type. It's not mm. about how you look in your lemon pants, like you yeah. said, you know? It's, um, yeah, it's for anybody. And so, uh, so yeah, so I, I don't know. It's important to me that, that you walk in the door and you feel welcomed and at home. And, uh, but even like within our classes, we have a pretty big range of classes. So if you like something that's more, you know, meditative and relaxing versus if you want to like sweat and challenge yourself and kind of a full spectrum in between. And maybe it changes day to day because, yoga is process oriented. It's not about kind of getting to a final destination. Mm -hmm. It's about being connected to your breath and your body in a given moment and what you need might change day to day. Um, and then all of our teachers like to teach in a way where they're offering options and really genuinely encouraging the students to listen to their own bodies and do what feels good for them and right for them. So there's Mm. always opportunities within every class to challenge yourself and make something more difficult 
um, or more invigorating or to seize a moment of rest or to like adapt a shape so that it feels like it makes more sense in your body because Mm -hmm. we are all different and our bodies are all different. So it makes no sense to me a kind of one size fits all approach that like that kind of contortionist view of yoga where we're all meant to look the same way in a shape. It's yeah, like, exactly. um, how? Especially if you have any kind of like previous injury or something where it's yeah, like, totally. you can't, you don't feel comfortable in a certain pose and you shouldn't be expected to do the exact same pose. Exactly. Like else. why like, be uncomfortable? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it should feel good. You know, yeah. like sometimes it feels like, Ooh, haven't used that muscle in a while, but that should be like a good satisfying <laughs> yes, feeling. Not a, like I'm in pain. Like, no, totally. You never yeah. want to walk out of a class feeling worse. What's yeah. the point of that? Exactly. Um, so yeah, so we love to like, you know, offer options and be like you could do this instead or you know and kind of and really let people make it their own mm-hmm. as opposed to like here's the thing you should do but if you can't do that like here's the modification yeah. you know it's like yeah. no like do make it your own listen to your body because that's the point because then you can carry it out of the room and into your life yes. as you develop that connection with your body and that awareness of how you're carrying yourself mm-hmm. you know so so not thinking about yoga as something that only exists for that like hour that you happen to make it to a class yeah but like movement creates more movement so the more you're doing that and kind of tuning in the more you're going to notice like next day when you're at work when you're all slouched over and you've got like yes. the t-rex arms <laughs> you know and so yeah. like right now however you are when you're listening to this like can you inhale and find some more length up your spine mm-hmm. and up the back of your neck and then can you exhale and let go of like the tension that you didn't even realize you were just carrying like in your shoulders your jaw or your face. Bad for that. Yeah, like we've all got the places where we do that. I'm totally yeah. a jaw clencher too. Yeah. Yeah. So like, so just creating that habit and that awareness and the more you do that, the more, the more you kind of strengthen it and integrate it into your life and yeah. think to move. You know, I, I think it's all about like, like making it accessible. We're all so busy you know, so thinking about it as something you can kind of drip feed into your life and mm-hmm. not just like when you can actually make it to a class, you know? Yeah, I definitely notice if I start doing more yoga or movement practice, then I'm a lot more aware of, for instance, because like, I spend a lot of time on my phone or on yeah. the computer and I always like, naturally, we just kind of end up hunching over and like looking down, right? But then like, okay, my neck is hurting. Clearly, I'm not sitting up straight. I should be holding my phone up, not bending over yeah totally that head jet so yeah and then we wonder why we get headaches and sore (laughs) neck and stuff it's like I don't understand I was only sitting this way for five hours like so yeah being mindful of of how we're using our bodies and and just remembering to move you know like maybe at the end of the day when you watch Netflix you could like sit on the floor instead and just like have a bit of a stretch and then the more you do it the more you're like oh this feels good and then you want to do it yes like maybe you can fold your laundry in a squat (laughs) you know maybe you can like walk it's harder when the weather starts to turn but you know actually getting out of the house and Mm -hmm. remembering to like maybe walking somewhere that would be like a little bit more convenient to drive there but yeah, but you could give yourself an extra 10 minutes or like even just, I love, um, I love looking at kids as a reminder for how to move in a diversity of ways. You know how like you're walking down the street with a kid and they'll like hop up on the curb and they'll balance on this yeah. and they'll jump over that. <laughs> like fun. I feel like we need yeah. to do that more. We need to play more. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I'll just like jump up on something or I'll like balance on the thing, walking up the ramp to the library yeah. or something. And like, how come grownups have to be so serious? I know. And then we wonder why our bodies hurt and we're so tired all the time. Mm-hmm. Inject some fun and energy into your day. Yeah, totally. I it definitely be have been prone to do stuff like that. And then I get like, either people get me funny looks and I'm like, whatever, I don't care. Or whoever I'm with is like, really? And I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> like, don't judge. Don't hate. <laughs> I'm like so much less self-conscious. For me, yeah. it's something that like, like becoming a mom 
that that cliche about how you you give less f's or whatever yes like yes. i remember being in like my early 20s and randomly i was in paris with my uncle and then he just stopped and held on to this lamppost and did this big stretch for his back and i remember feeling like you know, like he's like bending forwards and this is a bit weird and just like, feeling so kind of self-conscious. Yeah. Now I'm the person that at the airport, I'll just be like stretching yeah. and I'll be upside down. And I just like, I'm, I'm caring less and less what people think. Cause chances are they're looking at you and being like, yeah, good idea. Yeah. Or like, I wish I had the guts to do that. In yeah. Or like, yeah, they're, they're like, oh, I back stiff too. Maybe I should do that. But they just don't feel comfortable with it. And like totally. inspiring them. Yeah. Never know. So do what you want. Move yeah. your body. Make it feel good. Yeah, exactly. Who cares? I also like the the aspect of yoga where it's like the mindfulness aspect and focusing on your breath. Mm-hmm. Um, I think especially people that have like anxiety or a lot of chronic stress um, kind of forces you to be in the moment and go into the rest and digest like parasympathetic mode. Yeah. Because if we're constantly like running on like cortisol and just like I have to do this, I have to do that and your brain won't shut off. It's like... It's going to perpetuate, like, illness, physical and mental. Like, you're going to have trouble sleeping if you can't shut your brain off. Like, you need to be able to get into that resting mode. Yeah. And that's another thing I love about yoga and just being in the moment and just breathing and allowing myself to just, like, clear my head of all the to-do lists and everything. Yeah. I think that's another misconception is that people think that they can be bad at mindfulness Mm. or, like, I don't know how to meditate. Yeah. Um, Because it's the nature of the mind to be busy and jump all over the place like a monkey. Um, And all that mindfulness is is just, like, noticing when that's happening and then maybe bringing it back to your next breath. Yeah. And then you might notice your breath for a few breaths and then your mind wanders off again. And Mm -hmm. then you notice that that's happening and you don't go, oh, I'm so bad at this. But it's like, you know, like you're being patient with a little kid or something. You just take the hand of your, you know, like your brain's a small child. child. You just just (laughs) guide it back to your next breath. Yeah. And so it's, so it's a process. So yeah. So, so when you're in a yoga class, that's a nice thing about actually getting to a class is you're in that vibe. Um, and it's just nice, like, you know, and the practice is to keep kind of bringing your mind back into the room. And when you notice that you've like wandered off and you're thinking about what you have to do later, you bring it back to that experience of mm-hmm. whatever sensation you're noticing in your body or just like the simple act of breathing. Yeah. And it's simple. It's like, it's hard, but it's, uh, but it's simple. It's something any of us can do at any time. Yeah. And it does take practice, I think. And the more you do it, the more you think to do it. Yeah, and you train your brain to, so when you are in a stressful situation, you can be like, okay, if I take a few deep breaths, I know I can get myself to the point where I can relax enough Mm -hmm. to focus on what I have to do. And yeah, it helps in all aspects of life. (laughs) Totally. And that's, that's the practice. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Did you want to share any... uh, events or any kind of promos you have going on with wow. yoga? Well, actually, because we were talking about meditation in yeah. the new year, one of our teachers, Megan Prenti, is offering like a four-week introduction to meditation Ooh, course. It starts nice. like mid-January and it's just like, I think it's four Sundays. It's only an hour long. So like if, if that is one of your personal goals um, yeah. to create more of a practice, she's really passionate about uh, about making it really manageable and, mm. and, and helping you cultivate those like little tangible habits for self-care okay. um, in a way that makes it like you know manageable for a busy person in the world um and accessible so that's cool that's coming up in january um really like all of our classes are are drop in so you can start them anytime and 
I don't know, like you you never wake up one morning and suddenly you have enough time. Yeah, Like exactly. that's never actually going to happen. <laughs> and so really you just have to decide that it's important to you to do that thing, whatever it is to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, go on our homepage, it's amayoga.ca and you can see like a graphic of the schedule and yes. look at your calendar and just figure out like, where can I fit it in? And then like schedule your next class. And then if it's in your calendar, like if something's not in my calendar, I never do it. Yeah, And I teach this stuff. So like I have to, if I want to try to get to a class, I have to do that. I have to look and be like, okay, this week, where can I actually mm-hmm. like be in the class and not like at the front of the room teaching the class? You yeah, know? I definitely do that. I use my Google Calendar for that all the yeah. time. I'll just like plug it in and be like, yoga. It's totally. Happening. And then it has to happen because it's there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we have, we do have like a new student special. So it's 20 bucks for two weeks unlimited. Nice. And what's nice about that is it's a, it's a fun excuse to try a bunch of classes and get mm-hmm. sort of addicted in a positive way and like just see what's a good fit and what you like. And then you can carry that momentum forwards and be like, you know, Tuesdays, that's when I do this thing. Yeah. Everybody's different. You know, some people have like a, they incorporate it into their life by being like, this is the day that I do the thing. Yeah. And other people like their schedule changes week to week and it's much more fluid. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, so it's whatever works for you, you know, nice and flexible. I like that, especially as an entrepreneur, yeah. you know, our schedules can get out of control. So mm-hmm. it definitely is a matter of sitting down. What does this week look like? Yeah, like, exactly. Where can I fit it in? Yeah. Maybe doing that on a Sunday and looking ahead to the week. Yes. And, uh, yeah, and then because it's already almost the end of the year. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And uh, in January, we always do this fun thing called the AMA Challenge where we okay. get people to, to declare their goals. And uh, and then what we're going to do this year that's a little bit different is we're going to have a big sticker chart at the studio okay. with a bunch of different challenges. And then, you know, so you, like, bring a friend to class or, like, you know, double down, do two things in a row, like a flow mm-hmm. and then a restorative. Or And then every one of those stickers will be, like, an entry into a draw for, like, some fun oh, prizes cool. and stuff. So, like... So we like to kind of capitalize on that. Yeah. Everyone tends to, you know, New Year be like, okay, new intentions. And so, so why not create like a positive space for that where it's not about like, I don't know, like crappy New Year's resolutions, yeah. but it's like, let's just like create some supportive momentum. And cause there's something powerful about, about it, like declaring the things that you want kind of in mm-hmm. community and being like, like setting intentions. Yeah. Actually like and, writing it down, saying yeah. it out loud. Um, it really helps when you're trying to to establish those new healthy habits. I have a question. Yeah. What is something that our listeners can incorporate even starting like in December before the whole New Year's resolution so then they can fit into their busy holiday schedule just to help them like with mindfulness and stress management and something like related to yoga and breath work? Yeah. Well, you know, come to class, obviously. Yeah. (laughs) Come and meet me. Um, But, uh, you know, really just like notice your posture so like when you're doing the dishes, notice when your like pelvis is jutted forwards, you're yeah. sitting on one hip or you're totally collapsed. And like in those moments, can you like feel your feet on the floor and kind of soften your knees and stack everything and stand up yeah. a little taller and take a breath? Um, or if uh, if you were interested in, you know, in, in cultivating more of a mindfulness habit, there's a lot of really helpful apps. Mm-hmm. Like there's a free one called the Insight Timer that has like a bajillion guided meditations that oh, cool. I, that that it's it's nice because it's free because it's free you have to sift through like a lot more. I used to use one called Headspace that was a, a yep. paid one, but um, but but then it's like there it takes the the thought out of it. You can like just you have a program that you're doing or whatever, and you yeah. wake up in the morning in ten minutes. And I found it was sort of a it had a nice. Um, I don't want to say common sense, but like it, like it was just a nice accessible uh, approach to kind of help establish that 
habit. So yeah, yeah. So something like that 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 it can help to like do to do guided things mm-hmm. when you feel like you don't know. Or like just I don't know, create a personal challenge to like sit on the floor in the evening instead of your couch. Yeah, I do some stretches before yeah. bed. That's because I favorite think sometimes thing. people worry about doing it right. They think mm-hmm. that they need to like somebody to tell them how to do it, and it's like really as soon as you just start moving your body, yeah. then you notice oh that feels good, and it can just kind of it can grow, and you can get ideas from a class. But I think just trust your trust your instinct and move in a way that feels good. Yeah, that's great advice. Awesome. So where can we find you online if you want to check you out more? Yeah, so I, uh, I tend to be most active on Instagram. You can find me at, at, at AmaYoga um, or our website is AmaYoga.ca. Um, you know, we, we also have a Facebook page and all those things. Cool. But yeah. Well, thanks again for joining me. Oh, it's really my pleasure. Thanks chat. for having me. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in today, guys. Hey, if you have 30 seconds to spare, if you could leave me a rating and review in your podcast app, I would greatly appreciate it. It helps women just like you discover my podcast and start their own healing journey. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll catch you next week.